up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. New word, cadults. Cadults. Cadults? Cadults. Explain. Cadults. Kids, adults. Cadults. I like that. And there you go with the next message I'm going to send to you. Cadults. It's a, it's a, a mix of kids and adults. That's right, cadults. And they are buying 14% of toys since the pandemic. <laughs> they are, you and I, okay. all of us in this room, are going to the toy store, and it looks like we're buying for a child in our world. Right. But we're not. Yeah. We're buying Lego. We're buying Nintendo. We're buying um, all sorts of stuff. Cadults. It's 14%. And it has been happening because, and, and stuffies too. People like stuffed animals. <laughs> and so I'm thinking when you are going shopping uh, for yourself this season because you want a toy or a game that reminds you of when you got together with the family back in the good old days, you want to introduce it to your family. Yeah. I actually buy myself a yeah. slinky. Oh, good. Just for the, for the hell of it. Like, I yeah. just, I'll, I'll just put it, sure. I'll go to a toy store, I'll buy a slinky. Right. And, you know, eventually I'll play with it, and then it gets all twisted up, and then it's, like, useless. Yeah. And then I'll buy another one a couple of years later. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll buy another one. But that is that is totally a cadult It's a cadult thing, yeah. And so things like, two action figures. With all these great movies out right now, you want to collect them. You just want them. Star Wars, you know, whatever it is that you want. I'd say Star Wars because Jamar's in the room. And also because the Barbie movie's coming out. I, I know a lot of Barbie collectors. Yeah. And they have rooms that are dedicated to Barbie. But that's they go in and pretending. That they are buying for a niece or nephew, and they are buying for themselves. So there's a lot of that stuff happening. And again, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons, all that kind of stuff. Everything that's designed for young kids, adults. Oh, that's fun! Dungeons and Dragons, drag queens. That's a a good one. I am coining that one. (laughs) Dungeons and drag queens. But I just found that interesting. That honestly, since the pandemic, this is happening. And again, as we mentioned yesterday, Lego never goes out of style, ever. It's so funny, yeah. yeah. So, adults, we're all adults. Yeah, I'm at the stage where I'm trying to teach my son that there are there are toys, and there are daddy's toys that you don't touch. Right. It's like these are not toys, and he's like, "But it looks fun." I'm like, "But it's mine, so you don't touch it." These are the adult toys, like my lightsaber, my silver surfer figurine, yeah, my venom. Those are mine. Those are mine. He seems very, very um, disappointed. Yeah. In that. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Tell everybody what I just said to you a couple minutes ago about 2023. <clears throat> this was completely off the air. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do I... I'm excited about... Twi- this, uh, this oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was... You ever got what I was going to say? I was... <laughs> <laughs> wasn't sure what was the, the other what? things I said. We've talked about so much. I have to go back in time. Click, click, click. I'm excited about 2023. There's some exciting things are going to happen. It's going to be a fresh new year, but I'm really particularly interested and excited about this new year. Yeah, because I think that so much has happened in the last recent couple years. Everyone listening has gone through tremendous turmoil, change, angst, tumultuous times. I think this next year is going to just open up some new possibilities for everybody. This is what I wish for you. This is what I wish for myself. And this is what I think will happen. Okay? With that said... um, Mental health experts are saying there's some interesting wellness trends for 2022 that are going to bring us into 2023. One of them is called the villain era. Uh, And don't be uh, dismayed by how it sounds. It might be a little bit of a misnomer, but this is what it's about. 
Um, basically, the villain era trend means that this is the era where people are not standing. I'm not going to take this BS anymore. You're like, they're yeah. kind of like standing right. in their truth. Standing their ground. Standing their ground and saying, like, mm. I'm setting boundaries. I'm no longer being a people pleaser. I'm thinking about my mental health first. Mm-hmm. And if we all did that, imagine how we, I mean, we might all get stronger. Now, if you look at it one way, it might sound like the villain's origin story. The day I decided I'm not taking this anymore. And he yeah, yeah. Runs through the building. Right, right, right. Or it could just be a really healthy thing that a lot of people are getting into. I see these testimonials, these these messages happen in someone's car. Yeah. And they're behind the steering wheel and say, listen, I follow this mantra. If I, this is my mantra, if you want to follow it, follow it. And they, well, you really, like, there's something, just, you had enough. And instead of reacting violently to it, you're just being, a, you're, you're being, you're answering to yourself, but also sharing it with others for accountability. Sure, accountability. for accountability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe for a couple likes. And uh, yeah, yeah, but you know, <laughs> it just kind of it, what that does is it supports your statement, right? Yeah, that's probably what it yeah. should be for. But it's also yeah. being honest to yourself about how you feel about situations that you're in. <sighs> how many times do we just sit there and take things and? We're not being honest to ourselves. We're lying to ourselves because we're acting like we're really down for it when we're not. Okay, so we talked about this many months ago about what you didn't like pre-pandemic, right? Yeah. And then there was the pandemic. You didn't see a lot of people locked down, et cetera, et cetera. And then you come out of it. And that was a time to clean house a little bit. Sure. Not being, ch- not chasing after people, for example. Mm-hmm. Not, y- 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 let them be reciprocal to you. Yep. And then when they, or if someone said the other day, making me feel bad, you don't have to take that. Yep. You don't have to take that. The villain era, that's what they're calling it. I like it. Also, healing your inner child is a trend. Buy a toy for yourself. Buy a toy for (laughs) yourself. Maybe that's the way to do it. Buy stuffy. They say this is one of the the healthiest trends of 2022. Yeah. And um, being open around diagnoses that you have. Things Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. shame and guilt around Mm -hmm. what your mental health really is. Yep. um, That's going away. People are saying, hey, I'm in therapy. Hey, this is the deal. I'm working on this eating disorder. I'm working on this. Normalizing being, it. Being very, yeah, normalizing it, being clear, and not living in fear. And also so that you're not hiding anything if you go and visit somebody and you're not drinking anymore, for example. Turn up. Marilyn Dennison Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. The headline is... Yetis in Alaska. Finally, we can confirm that this thing exists. Oh, oh, oh. The oh. abominable snowman. Uh, well, wait, correction. Oh. Uh, there was a cargo ship that uh, had uh, a, a, an accident of some kind, and they're talking about Yeti coolers. Oh, I thought that. Yeah, yeah. I thought my, my conspiracy theory. Well, was I, I was confirm. very close, and people got <laughs> excited about that. So uh, thousands of Yeti coolers are washing up. On the Alaskan shore, okay? They really are. So there was a situation with a cargo ship, and it didn't, didn't go well. But these Yetis, some of them are worth like $1,500. Yo, those Yeti coolers they are, are the greatest coolers. They really are. They are so, like, technologically advanced and uh, designed really, yeah. really nice looking. So this guy I saw on the news the other day said, you know, he was... Um, they heard about it, yeah. And so, and he drives. He rides. Um, he's a pilot of a small plane, uh-huh. and he said to his other uh, friends that are do the same thing as you would do in Alaska because you just can't take the bus anywhere, right? Mm-hmm. He said, "Let's go yeti hunting, okay?" <laughs> Jamar, they went yeti, yeti hunting, and the white ones are hard to find because it's Alaska and there's a lot of snow. Uh-huh. He came up with so many different sizes. He has a collection. There's so much they couldn't put it on the plane. 
So the guy with the, one of his friends who has a big boat barge yeah. is coming to get the rest of them. Um, and he said, I'm giving one to my mom and dad for Christmas. I'm giving one to my brother. I mean, they're not reclaiming them, the Yeti people. So, I mean, it's free stuff. It's floating up there. And it. most of them have survived beautifully. Maybe a ding here yeah, or something there. Yeah, because those coolers are really durable. Right, like, right. They're, they're built tough. They are really built. Yeah, so... So in October, uh, there's 109 shipping containers near the Washington, B.C. border. Debris has floated north ever since onto the beaches of Vancouver Island. Yep, there's some there. Yeah. And also in Alaska. Okay, well, I'm People glad that... People are finding like a bright yellow one in the middle of nowhere. Well, it definitely is an eyesore in the wilderness because, you know, it's yeah. trash yeah. at the end of the day. So I'm yeah. glad somebody's trying to get them yeah. out, of the, uh, out of the wilderness. But yeah. I want one. I know. <laughs> what, what? I know. It looks as they're, they're as, as they would say in the world of fashion, gently used. Yeah. And is Yeti has have they said anything about them maybe doing some kind of cleanup effort because it it is their trash? Well, I'm not sure about that. Okay. But there are people that are are really they are looking for them actively. Okay. And they are reporting many of them, and they are in pretty good shape and. I just think they're holding their own. Now, some of them are going to be stuck out in the ocean for a while, uh-huh. but eventually uh, it will come in. Uh, but you know, but they're not, they're not, they're not sinking. Okay, so at least they can be spotted. Yeah, that's right? that is yeah. good news. That they is move news. along. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, that's almost like a commercial for Yeti. So we'll see what Yeti's going to do. It, but yeah, yeah. Someone, someone said on with these guys that are you know finding them. Can I buy one? Like no, just no. You don't have to. I'll you know, give you one. We've got a lot of them. There you go. Okay. Well, I'm I'm hoping they find the real Yeti, walking uh, around Alaska right. someday. I'd love to ask that thing some questions. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Kids are a mess when they get together, especially oh. your siblings, right? Yeah, I have two older sisters. So one is uh, seven years older than I am. She's. No longer on this planet, but she uh, was a whippersnapper back in the day. And the other one's four years older than me. Okay. And there's a little Marilyn. So probably I'd say seven. I'd say I'd say my sister was ten. My other sister was maybe seven. And then there's little Marilyn. They put Marilyn on the sled in the front. Hey, it's snowing. They put her on this wooden sled. Our front yard had a little bit of a hill, which seemed like a big hill to me because I was a little kid. And let's push her down onto the street. Well, they did do that, Jamar. Wow. They pushed me down the street, and didn't a car come by? So you're you're, you're flying down on this sled. Right. Flying down, just a little thing. And then a car comes? Yes. And you hit something? The last thing I remember is hitting the road and seeing a tire on my left shoulder. Wow. I remember the story, yeah, because yeah. I, I remember envisioning it just yeah. like you said it. I mean, just, and you, you don't have the words, I mean, because you don't have the words. And you look, and there's a tire, and I hear a woman get out of the car. I can see her feet, and she is screaming. And then I can hear my mother losing her mind, running down the hill, and both of my sisters crying. So what did you, what, did you knock your head? I, I, I don't think I had any injuries at all. Wow. It was just timing. But let's put it this way. Did I trust my sisters after that? <laughs> no, I didn't. And it never was a story that was mentioned until one time I said at a dinner table, I said, Am I just making this up, or did this actually happen? And everybody looked at each other and went, yeah. Oh, the incident. Oh, yeah, that incident. Right. And I thought to myself, well, why did you do that? Anyway, the sled disappeared. Uh, the sisters were grounded, from what I understand, late years later. Got and um, 
It never it never leaves you. You know what I mean? It never leaves you. Yeah. But I do remember the tire treads being right next to me. That's wild. It's wild. That, I mean, no one ever has that 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 perspective of a car. No, no. A mechanic, you know and what every, I mean? Yeah, exactly. And, and when I go back to Pittsburgh, sometimes I go on Plateau Drive, which was not a plateau. And I look at it and I think, I'll remember that. I remember because you don't forget stuff like that. Did you ever get... Anything uh, like give well, harm or was I, I was the giver of harm. <laughs> um, my sister is seven years younger than me. Yeah. And h- how old were we? Seven years younger. Okay. Yeah. So I, I gotta say maybe I was I don't know ten or something like that or eleven. And my sister had these Oshkosh Bagash overalls. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the back of the overalls had this little loop in it. Yes. I don't know what the loop was for. I don't either. But I used to pick her up. I have a, a middle sister, too. Both of us used to pick her up by that loop <laughs> on the overalls. And this particular day in the in the basement, we took her by the loop and we started swinging her around. No, circle, you didn't. Like swinging her. Like it was yeah, like, yeah. like we just started go- moving in yes, circles and yes, swinging yes. her. And, you know, she's kind of like, whoa. Well, this one day the loop broke. Of course. And she did. went flying across the, uh, the basement oh. and landed right on her two front teeth. Ah, oh. and they both came out. Ah, oh. so for like the rest of her childhood, she had no, <laughs> teeth. Teeth. She had no front teeth. It was pretty crazy. And until, she until remembers until, that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can, it. She you, was the right. girl without the front teeth right. for all those years. How did you feel being the perpetrator? Uh, I kind of I felt guilty, but I got over it pretty quickly <laughs> until I remembered that. Oh yeah, I did that. And yeah, yeah. Like, oh, then I felt yeah, guilty again. Yeah. You know, when you're a kid. Yeah. I don't really care about things as much as right. you should. I'm sure a lot of people have experienced that in their childhood. And I'm sure a lot of people that were in lockdown, like we all were. Yeah. You know, kids get on each other's nerves. Yeah. So, you know, you bug me, sister or brother and, or whatever. And, and that kids, happens. kids also don't have a sense of safety. No. So all types of really crazy situations <laughs> yeah, happen. That's right. Yeah. Uh, tell us about the time that uh, you and your silver siblings almost cost each other their, your lives. Yeah. Um, you could text 1045 Three, six. Someone says that the loop is for a hammer. Because that's just what a toddler needs, right? Yeah, right. On their, right. On their Oshkosh overalls, a yeah, hammer. Right? right, right. All right, jump. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. I remember Christmases around my uh, around my house were always, uh, my mom was holding her breath through the Christmas season because she was trying to figure out if we were going to end up in the hospital or not. Uh, that was a big thing. Yeah. This thing on my finger, see this? Yeah. See it in, in here? Yeah, what is that? Scar there? Yeah, yeah. What's that's that? a Christmas. Uh, that's a Christmas uh, tragic <laughs> scar right there. How'd but that happen? I was ta- there was some thing in my basement. I think it was like a camera or something like that. And I yeah. just, when I was a kid, I just take things apart. Like whatever uh-huh. was around the house, I'd look at it. Oh yeah, I'll take that apart. Like a radio, I'd just take it apart. I'd get a screwdriver just taking things that's apart. That's good. That's. And I decided to do this with a camera. Uh-huh. And there was some kind of metal. Yeah piece in there that maybe there's a spring or something with some kind of tension in it yeah when i took this uh panel off the thing uh the spring comes flying out of the uh the thing in it and it sliced my finger open and i Uh. still have the scar in here to this day so uh you know kids will make your life very very exciting they do yeah they do uh and at some point the ambulance is rolling up to your house or maybe even the cops rolling up to your house these were regular things oh my gosh my mom every weekend was going what is going to happen to these kids this weekend? And yet, we went like sledding, yeah. tubing, whatever. No helmet. Yep. You know, 
If, if, lucky if we kept our coat on because that kind of weighed us down. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you know, at the bottom there was a clearing, but it uh-huh. was just a clearing. Uh-huh. There were trees on either side, and we survived. Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Uh, I don't even know anymore. They were very different times. They are different times, for sure. Speaking of the um, the police, uh, it, uh, this police officer in particular is really embracing the holiday season. Yeah. Uh, he dressed up as the Grinch, the Grinch that stole Christmas, and gave people he pulled over a choice when he pulled them over. Take a listen. An onion or a citation? I think I'm going with the onion. Ah, that's what a wise man. A wise man. That's for you. I can tell you a smart guy. So there you go. Dressed up as the Grinch? Yes, and in the uh, the story of the Grinch, the Grinch eats onions. Yes, he does. So this Grinch decided to give uh, the people a choice. Do you want your citation for your speeding or whatever this guy got, or do you want an onion? I like that. And he got an onion. I like that. Can this Grinch come to our town, please? Yes. Very, very quick. Have you been pulled over recently that you want to share with us? Uh, not recently, but when I do, I will oh, yeah. gladly take the onion. I'll take the onion. Okay, I'll gladly take it. the onion. Yeah. Turn up Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Question for everyone listening to the show. Text your answer to 104.536. Have you ever um, traveled anywhere strictly because you saw it on TV? I know you have. Uh, I'm not sure if you have. Me? Yeah, you. You have. Where did I Remember go? Remember you said you went to New York because you wanted to see the... Uh, oh, yes. Right? Yes, yes. What was it? The the, sure. the toy store? Duncan's yeah. Toy Store? Yeah. Which didn't exist. Duncan's Toy Chest. Duncan's from... Toy Chest, which was in what movie? Home Alone. Right. Two. Home Alone 2, right. There you go. Hello. 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 Microphone. Uh, F.E.O. Schwartz. Right. Well, F.A.O. Schwartz is the toy store. That's was right. the toy That's store right. in New York. But because she saw Duncan's. Duncan's toy yeah. chest is what On, I was looking for. But there is no such thing. But then because of so many other Christmas movies that take place in New York, I yeah. wanted to see all the other things. Okay. Like the Serendipity Cafe. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to go to all these Did, things. Was it everything you thought of and more? Yes, actually. But like, all in all, like, skating at Rockefeller Center and all those things. You oh. see it in the movies, and then you get to do it. Yeah. I know. I want to do that sometime, too. I didn't do I didn't do the serendipity, but I want to do that. Uh, right now, uh, for right now, I want to go to Alaska because of Alaska Daily. There it is. I like that a lot. And because I want to get a get free Yeti that's washed up on the shore. <laughs> I'll tell you what I like to do. Okay. I love, I love Yellowstone so much. And I've lived in Alberta. Some of it's shot in southern Alberta, but it's Montana. Montana, to me, is just a stunning state. Mm-hmm. And so I've been there before, but I want to go again, Jamar, because it's so mountainous and glorious. And and all the Yellowstone hype right now yeah. is really making interest in that area. That's right. Um, I remember when on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, I'll never forget when they took that trip to Iceland. They took the trip to Iceland, oh. and I don't watch that show too often. Yeah. But it's one of the it's one of the episodes I actually did watch, and I was so interested in Iceland after that. Yeah, they had, and you know they do it in their way. They have all these big motor ride, the motorcade of the big wheeled Mercedes trucks with the big wheels and stuff, and they roam through Iceland. That's the Kardashians way. That's their yeah, way yeah, that yeah. they do that. But right. I, after that episode aired, yeah. the government in Iceland said they definitely saw an influx of travelers. Yes, there, I bet. everyone who watched Keeping Up with Kardashians right. had Iceland on their radar now. Can uh, I tell you that I know the First Lady of Iceland, Eliza Reid? If you want to go again, let me know. Okay. She's from Toronto. 
Oh, she's from Toronto. Great. I could tell her, uh, I'll bring her a beaver tail or something when I come out there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, yeah. But that isn't, it's something I, I know that some people have not been to Italy and they watched the, the second season of White Lotus and they go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I That's another one. That's on the bucket list. We haven't been able to travel for a while. Let's save our money and go. Well, TV tourism is a hot trend for 2023. So what you're going to see in this next year is a lot of TV shows that have locations that are probably more than thought out for the plot, but uh-huh. partnerships between boards of tourism and these mm-hmm. different travel agencies saying, hey, we need to get some money and some people to this location. Can we uh, put a TV show here? And then they produce a TV show, and all of a sudden, yeah. boom, everyone wants to go. If you if you sometimes – sometimes they use like Toronto as Chicago, New York, right? Yeah, yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing. But when you wait till the end of the credits, which a lot of people don't do on the end of TV shows, you can see, you know, that, uh, it, you know, there's a stamp of the state or the province that gave money for the production. Right. And that will say, oh, OK, that's OK. Maybe I'll look into that. Right. Like when you watch Walking Dead, you see the big peach at the end. It's because a lot of it's shot in Georgia. Right. right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. So it makes me think of, you know, there are so many uh, places to go. I'm just trying to think of another one that I really liked. I can't remember it right now, but it's but it's just like sometimes it's remote. You go, that's something I never thought. Switzerland, I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was that far back. <laughs> Can you tell I like mountains? I guess I do. I know. Yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to visit Gotham City. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> you and I need <laughs> to sit down and have a chat. And I know. I okay. Know. But yeah, if you ever watch The Dark Knight, that movie actually takes place in Chicago. And you can like cruise all of those streets of Chicago, like the the, the, the chase scenes. It's Lower Wacker. It's the lower uh, part of the city. It's all there. I can relate to you that Michael Keaton movie, Batman movie. I think it was the Michael Keaton one. Was that Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, tell us what city or place you want to travel to, just because you've seen it on TV. Yeah. Text one four five three six. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Okay, speaking of getting up, mo- most of us use an alarm clock, especially if you're waking up this early in the morning, because mm. there's a little bit of a touch of unnaturalness yes. about having to be up at this ungodly hour, right? You know, I, I just want you to know I went to get my physical. My doctor said, are you still getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning? I go, yes, I am. Uh, do you mean I'm still employed? Yes, I'm still employed. I am. And she said, that's unnatural. Your doctor said that? That's Man, that's, that's unnatural, I almost, Marilyn. I almost don't even want to talk about this. Yeah. This is, but it, of, this is one of the things I obsess over. Like, how many years am I taking off my life just by feeding, putting food on the table? <laughs> right. Do you like we do that kind of equation as we drive in? But then once yeah. we're here, we're fine. Well, yeah. here's the deal. Yeah. The alarm clock portion of it, according, according to a study of Notre Dame, um, they're saying that alarm users, which is pretty much everyone. Yeah. Alarm users feel more lethargic and make you feel more lethargic in the morning because the alarm disrupts your natural sleep pattern. It's too abrupt. I agree. And it doesn't allow your body to naturally wake up. So all of a sudden, you're in this portion of your sleep or this part of your sleep cycle, and then meep, 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 starts going off. Yeah. And you pop up out of bed, and it's, it's just not the natural way that your body was designed to end the sleep cycle. But in my head, knowing that two of them are on and that I will be saved just yeah. in case, yeah, that's one thing. But I usually and very happily beat my alarm clock. Yeah. And that, that, that is a win for me. Yeah. Because then I don't feel so drowsy and off off kilter in the morning. I hear right, you. Right, Azalea? 
<laughs> we have azaleas in the room. Oh, boy. What happened to you today? This morning, I don't think my alarm went off. Yeah. Or so did suddenly, it. Or did it, right. So suddenly, I woke up, but I was feeling very oddly well-rested. You hear what she just said? Oddly well-rested. Meaning, like, you woke up naturally. Yeah, yeah I woke up naturally. you actually felt good. Yeah. Yes. And then you said? And I looked at my phone, and I probably stared at it for a good 10 seconds, trying to understand what these numbers <laughs> meant because they're not numbers you're used these to these are not the numbers i see when i wake up yeah right um and then i saw my text from I, marilyn and simone there it is <laughs> so but like to the point that you felt well rested i felt well rested and because you felt rested you knew that I something knew was wrong that my alarm did not go off which means usually or did. you wake up not feeling rested and that's what you feel is right that's right that's messed and up I, and i get that i get that study so then there's the aftermath of what you experienced azalea all right, is your colon in a knot for the rest of the day? Did you panic? Oh, there was panicking. Yeah. For sure. See, that's a, I don't like that panic at all. No. And it stays with me for the rest of the day. The other thing is, you know, with alarms and what have you, like, I, I again, I say I feel like it's a win if I beat it. But when I don't remember whether or not, Jamar, I turned it off, that is scary to me. Yeah, yeah. Because that you're doing scary. it in, in like, a, a dream state, you know? Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, they say in the study, the, the, those who wake up naturally yes. uh, s- actually sleep a bit longer okay. and rely less on caffeine during the day. So if people who don't wake up alarmed, the few of you listening to the show right now, you probably drink less coffee than the average person. So the person that wakes up, drop of a dime, my alarm hits, bing, I'm up. They're sipping coffee all day because yeah. they're just a mess. You need it. You need it. You need it coursing through your veins. Yeah, there and it is. I'm going to be walking for that so pretty if, soon. So if yeah. you have a, an option or a way to do it, it might be time to move away from the alarm clock because you'll actually feel better. On the weekend, what do you do? I still wake up. Yeah, it's but weird. there's no alarm clock, right? No, it's just kind of like yeah. I would love to sleep until like 10. <laughs> that sounds like a coma to me, but I would love it. Um, going, uh, 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 you're yeah. not sleeping until 10. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you who needs to get paid for this morning show, not me. <laughs> the alarm clock. That's right. This show is completely brought to you by my alarm clock. Because without it, I don't know what it is. Not happening. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. So let me ask you a question. How's it feel when you come to the office and you start hearing uh, coworkers, us, people, whatever, just... Saying all these slang words that you may not have heard of. What, what does that feel like? Uh, it feels like up at, up at the Marilyn Dennis show, I have a lot of young producers. They're in their 20s. Yeah. And they are, um, um, they well, let's put it this way. I learn from them. They learn from me. Okay. You know, it's that kind of a thing. Um, but yeah, so like Gen Zers, like between 1997 and 2012, that's when they were born. <gasps> Uh, are now working in the in the offices now, and um, but I uh, but they're always very good, good about. It. But sometimes I hear things and I go, "What does that mean?" But some things that I'm hearing like "now" means no, N A U R means no, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, uh, it's they like do that, they do it like it, years ago. It's my bad. Okay, that was one of those things. Now, now it's like now. Like, it's like it's like it's like um, gosh, I, I don't even know how to say it properly. Do you know how to say that, Simone? How do you say it? I, I've looked over these words, and I'm actually not familiar with them okay. at all. Well, no, well no, there used to be a person that used to work here, and he used to do it, like, in an Australian accent. It's like an Australian accent saying no. <laughs> no. No. And it's mean, N-A-U-R means no. Right. Like, and there's another one. Ick means ick. Yeah. Okay, ick. the ick one is cool. 
Ick is tell cool. me why. As okay, so using ick as a trend. Yeah. So you'll say, um, <laughs> I don't think you'll use it normally, like saying like, oh, well, actually, some people might. Okay. So you'll say it's like somebody gave me the ick. And that ick is, you know, they did. If you're on a date with somebody and they do something like cringy, something cringy, gross, right? And you're right. just like, okay, that gave me the ick, and oh, I'm out. No. So people have been doing trends on TikTok okay. saying their job icks, for example. I didn't realize the a bunch was, of nurses got fired for this, by the way. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't realize the <laughs> ick was such a uh, a new term. I didn't Cause, either. Because ick. I think the way that they're yeah, the way they're using the it, way they're using yeah. it, yeah. it is, is new. new. Okay. Yeah. So oh, okay. So these some of these words are known for a long time is just the way they're using it so they said the caption read x labor and delivery and the video featured multiple nurses sharing things they didn't like about patients and that's where that happened right is that what you're talking about yes yes yeah 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 anyway i i ick is ick but i guess like you said it's used in a different way it's so we think it's icky that they did that is that, is that what you mean <laughs> Yeah, they were just kind of being mean. Like, you can't really do that to your coworkers. Right, right, right. Well, they were doing it about patients. About patients, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't do that about patients. That's like, I mean, when you're a nurse, you're supposed to be a caretaker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Slay. Slay. You know what? Uh, Slay your job, Jamar. Yeah. The problem is when sometimes when a person not from the generation says a slang word, I wanted to, you know, persuade anyone from not trying to understand slang. It's just like when it's used wrong, it might come off wrong. Can and then, you, can you and then it's like, the gives you the and then it gives you, it, I'll give you another one. What's that? Like savage. When everyone starts saying savage, if you do that wrong, it could go really wrong. So, so, so there's people in other generations, not necessarily mine, but younger. Like Gen Z, again, 1997, 2012. <laughs> You know that you could try uh, uh, some. I mean, there's even some slang that I, I might not attempt just because I'm I'm in like a middle section that like uh, you know some yeah. things might. If someone runs around the uh, oh man her her outfit was savage she slayed right that's yeah. cool you know whatever or you know that takedown she did of her ex boyfriend savage you know what I'm saying okay imagine if some older person comes around and says hey Jamar looking savage today I'm like. What did you say to me? <laughs> like, what are you calling Don't me? Don't shoot the messenger, Jamal. But this is what I'm saying. That's I why know. the attempt is is very, very particular. You got to be there's, careful. There's three more that we should mention maybe after this. Okay. Okay. When we come back. That, that, that don't sound so out of touch. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 they're actually, we're going to get a tutorial from you They're guys. easier catch, right? Yeah. Right, okay. Right, right, we'll give right. you three more. Uh, oh, I'm not totally out of the loop. No, no. We'll my give, bad. We'll g- <laughs> You've had more than enough time to get that one. <laughs> that My bad is. Never used it? People my age that used it, I went, don't be doing that. Yeah, well, you know. Doing that, for? that one is going out to pasture, so right. you, can, you, can, you can take a crack at it. We'll give you the other three uh, slang office terms that you might need to know next. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5. Yeah, I mean, this, is, this whole thing is just unserious. That's the first word for you. Unserious. You know, I have not heard that. Have you a lot? Yeah, you hear it every now and then. It's just a funny way to say things. Um, you kind of because there really is no un, word unserious. It's right. just like not serious. So what does it mean though? It means it's something that's just like a, you know ridiculous. It's yeah. something that's not really worth the conversation. It's okay. unserious. It's just a funny way to say not serious. Well, maybe you should say less. <laughs> uh no, that's not how that's used. <laughs> you just did it. You did. <laughs> Let me tell you what "say less" means. Say no more. She did it. So yeah, exactly. So if. 
All right, this is how you use say. It kind of worked. This is how you say the right. say less. If I say, yo, Marilyn, tonight the party's going to be incredible. Um, you should come to the party, da 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 You're going to have a great time. Your answer to me would be, say less. Say less. Like, say no more. Say less. That's it. That's the Because you want to know why? Yeah. Because I understood the assignment. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, that's not the way you use it. Well, tell me how to do it. Tell me how to do it. You understand, scenario. The, you understand the assignment when you walk into the room and, like, you come to this party we're talking about. And Marilyn is looking fly. Like, she's got the best outfit on. She's got the boots on. She's got the, the nicest glasses. And Azalea's like, look at Marilyn. Understood the assignment. Right. That was very helpful. <laughs> That's that was all cute. very helpful. Right. So don't right. Read, read it as is. Right? Yeah. I've actually witnessed someone getting say less and, like, being very <laughs> confused by it. Like, someone said, oh, say less. And the person looked at them like, well, you want me to stop talking? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's just it. I mean, and listen, you guys, I'm just just so you know. Yeah. You too will be in my position not too long from now. Whereas you're going, I, I thought not too were, long from now. Not too long. I feel like we're uh, I've done the there math. It's a, it's a little bit. Are you are you now? I'm doing the no. I'm doing, I'm doing the math. It's a while from now. No, no, I think it's gonna be sooner than you think. And the, but the thing is that you do understand how they turn things around a little bit. Um. Like yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying, your son's going to come home from school. Yes. And he's going to say something to you. Yes. And you're going to go, what did he just say? 100%. Right. And that's not too long from now. For interest, for instance, I heard my nephew say something this uh this past How old is he? U.S. Thanksgiving. He is 10 years old. Yeah. He keeps you in check, I know. And he said something. I was like, what'd you just say? Uh-huh. And I, yeah, I, I can't remember what it was either now. I remember right. You brought it up, and I was bring like, it up. Yeah. I told you in the studio, I was like, he said some slang word. I looked at it, he was back there on his tablet, and I was like, what'd you just say? I, at first, I was like, was that a was that a cuss word? I was like, maybe it wasn't. And he just kept saying it. I looked around at his mom. I was like, are you cool? Like, do we know what that means? And she just kind of shrugged her shoulders. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make you feel old. It's just that they've got everyone's got their own kind of language. Oh, yeah. You take some kind of form of something that you know, and it gets kind of manipulated into something else. Something you probably heard on Minecraft or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what the word was. Maybe. But anyway, anyway yeah. Say less. All right. Understood the assignment. Mm-hmm. Unserious. You can uh-huh. add those to your uh, your dictionary of things to to look out for around the office, and maybe just take note when you hear them. Yeah. It's all about the context, you know. Yeah, just write it down, and then you go and ask your kids when you get home. It's all about the context. All right. Turn up, Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Did you see that um, thing about Toronto being the third longest commute in North America officially? Uh, yeah, number three. Yeah, number three. three We're in the three, top three. five. That's exciting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Someone's you... <laughs> like, "What are you talking about, woman?" And listen, it's I'll crazy tell you, out here. Number in the top three for the longest commute in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. The average commute time in the city is 56 minutes this year. That is up from 2020 when it was 52 minutes. Now, I, I'll tell you, back in the day, I used to work down here and then head back to Scarborough at Port Union. Mm-hmm. And I could make it home. I don't know. This is just making it home probably about 36 minutes. Probably. That's that's a thing of the past. That's a thing. That's in the it's 80s. 30, 36 minutes right now. Yeah. It takes me from my house to the DVP. Definitely 30 minutes. Yeah. And I don't live too far from the DVP. And then the DVP is a whole other issue, you know, a whole other. Oh yeah, 
you know, just bucket of, of factors that are going on, whether it wants to. It's always crowded on the DEP, so it's usually right. an hour just to get anywhere across town. It's, and, it's true. And even the, the our, our roads, the, the back roads, yeah. the side roads, the city roads, the construction. There's so many cranes. If you fly into Toronto and see all the cranes, so where there is cranes, there is rerouted uh, traffic and all that sort of thing. And I just remember... Going home to Scarborough, mm-hmm. taking the Don Valley, and then going up uh, to the 401, and thinking about you know by if they they said a long time ago if you go by one o'clock, mm-hmm. you can beat the cottage country traffic. That no longer exists. That no longer exists. It's happen. It happens all the time. What stood out to me with this whole thing is yeah, um, is we're we're third to to L.A. and New York, and those places landmass wise are bigger than the gta yeah and we're so close to them in commute time the the like think think about what i'm trying to tell you we're covering less ground but we're taking pretty much just as much time that means the traffic the volume of people trying to get around this town (laughs) is unbelievable i know i know it's uh it's it's uh it's it's why you've pulled out all the hair on the back of your head and I understand it. Uh, do you use Waze a lot? I'm always on Waze. Okay, so sometimes I challenge Waze. Yeah. And I go. Don't ever do challenge Waze. Waze is. No, like, I did. You're gonna lose that bet every I lost. time. I completely oh, lost. Oh yeah, yeah, you always lose. I went. You don't even know what you're talking about, Waze. <laughs> and then I take the wrong turn, and I go. Now I know why. Yep. However, I will say there are some new roads that I did not even know that existed. Yeah. That are like empty for little cross. Crossing over to Jarvis. Sure, over to, sure. And those are those are gems. But that's why I find like, that. That's like a gift. That's what it? I like about Waze. You know, yeah. someone who's newer to the city. Yeah. I've learned the city yes. because of Waze because it sent me down every back road and every little hidden alley and thing. And Waze sent me down an alley the other day. Did it? 100%. Wow. It told me to go through an alley <laughs> oh my to beat traffic. And I was like, are you sure? You, like, know what? Right, you know what I did, I did one time? I went behind Mount Sinai. Mm. Can't remember the road. Mm. Then you come out on University. Then you do a U-turn and then head north. Yes. And I went. I know that U-turn. What am I doing? That's okay. Ways, that U-turn I'm is a ways classic. It's a classic. <laughs> All right. There you have it. Be proud. We number three compared mm-hmm. to L.A. and New York. Very few times that we ever come in the same category as L.A. and New York. Not that they're better. It's just that we're not. We're a big city too. Is that that's what it says? Well, we're a large city. We're a big mess. We're just a bit. We're just as big of a mess as those other cities are. That's what. But we're we growing here. and we're newer and we are. You know, I'm just saying we're going. We're moving up, up, up. We're, we're oh. growing, but the genes aren't growing with us. I know. <laughs> we're I busting. Know. I tell you this much: I'm gonna kiss the ground over on College Street because they finally finished those streetcar tracks. Oh, you must be so. Relieved. Oh my gosh! What a mess. Hey guys, let's put new streetcar tracks during the height of, of, of the holiday season in the middle of the biggest, yeah. biggest time. It's crazy. It's done now. Done. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. The other part that uh, makes the day a bit rough for us in particular is that this job mm. is pretty stressful. And I know the average person listening right now is like, yeah, your job's not stressful, more stressful than mine. You're just listening to music and sitting there. We're just sitting there just chatting. Yeah. But let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, uh, a, uh, a website, or excuse me, a the website did the most, uh, like a ranking of the most stressful jobs in North yeah. America. Okay. This is actually the Department of Labor in the U.S. And they said the 
What do you want to hear? Do you want to hear what the most stressful job is, or do you want to hear how stressful our job ranks? Um, I would like to hear the most stressful job, Okay. then we'll talk about our job. The most stressful job in North America uh-huh. is one that you would not suspect. And I will tell you why these uh, jobs are ranked depending on stress. The factors are high-stress situations, high-stakes decisions, and the amount of feedback you get on the job, how often you're getting feedback and from how many people. The most stressful job in North America, and if there's anyone listening that does this, you'll have to call us and tell us why. Urologist. Urologist. Wow. The doctor that takes care of men's body parts. Okay. The urologist is the most stressful job in America. I don't know why. I guess because everyone's PO'd. <laughs> Literally. Right? I don't know. Um, then you got um, film and video editors, people who are in production. Um, you might want to give your husband an extra hug this uh, this evening. Why is that? Anesthesiologist assistants. Oh, not e- not the, not even the anesthesiologist. It's the assistants to the, the anesthesiologist. Assistant is the third most wow. stressful job. Wow! 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 Judges have stressful jobs. Then telephone operators. It's interesting. I would uh, yeah. I would I would I would guess because of the amount of people that are yelling at them on a daily basis. All the time. They don't think it's like customer service. Customer service. That's yeah. Very rarely a pleasant conversation. Um, now, radio disc jockey. Uh-huh. We have the 145th most stressful job of a list of 800-something odd jobs. Really? Yeah, pretty job. Meaning that what we do is more stressful than 83% of jobs. We've got one of the most high-stress jobs in the country, and I'll tell you why. Tell us why. Because most jobs don't, you know, the feedback we get. Like, people text me all the time how much they can't stand me. And no, the they don't. Oh yeah, li- oh yeah, I was lying. Uh, but Aww. and the ratings, just radio ratings. Yeah, 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 yeah. People don't, on average, have jobs where you're getting rated. Yeah. You have your job. You do your job. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do their job really not great. Yeah. And they don't get ratings. No, yeah. On it. Nobody. There's no accountability. The delivery for guys that came to my house yesterday yeah. to deliver a piece of furniture. If yeah. there was a rating system, they would have failed it. Right. So it's they were awful. It's t- it's it's true. There's no accountability. Yeah. Except we have to be accountable to our our boss Heidi and of course the company and we have to keep things moving and we have to have the ratings up and we have to do all that kind of stuff. That's true. Now. I'll tell you when we get the feedback, and it's this is like when I started radio, there was no feedback. The feedback we get now, when you're in a negative tone, <laughs> would have put me and, and Jan Arden and I talk about this. Yeah, would have put us in the fetal position in the corner, <laughs> and would we have carried on? So you have to kind of have a tough kind of exterior because some people are, as my friend said the other day, when people are not happy. They will reflect that on you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. so I know. And there was no social media. There was no, no texting. No, nothing no. like that. Yeah. So that's why we get a lot. So sometimes, yeah. you know, you really want to get mad at your husband or your wife, but you get mad at Jamar or Marilyn. Right, 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 right. And we're here for you. I love it. Give it up. Bring it on. <laughs> it's we all good. We can take it. All right. So that's it. Um, so there are a lot stressful. of there are a lot of high stress jobs. I can't believe that we have such a high stress job. <laughs> Turn up Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. Another day, another Twitter story. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> you know, when they say that Twitter is a yard sale these days, they're not joking. Uh, literal yard sale happening at Twitter. Um, they're having a big auction of all, uh, you know, they've cut so much staff that there's a bunch of things that they don't need. Office furniture. Office furniture, sculptures, appliances. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but, 
you know, they're, they're doing a, an auction with the lowest bid starting at $25. Now, before you start thinking, oh, my gosh, they're running out of money. They're trying to make their money back. Let's just put that to rest right now. Yeah. Um, Nick Dove or Dove, uh, a representative, um, said that, listen, this has nothing to do with the finances of the company. And when you really think about it, I mean, this is like a billion dollar something company. Mm-hmm. A couple office chairs and, you know, mouse pads can't really <laughs> make a dent into Save that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think they're just really trying to downsize and get things, you know, less cluttered in their buildings. Less cluttered. And also, you know, they've got probably he's got a new work mode that he wants people to use. Maybe he wants them to stand up at a desk and not have a chair. I don't know. Well, it's what funny that you say that. Yeah. Um, they are <laughs> um, eliminating what they call the company's free lunch program, where it's like, you know, it was really you know cushy and everyone got paid and everyone got all these big bonuses and you know really really comfortable living yeah and they're pushing towards what they called hardcore work culture oh iron fist elon that's what he's trying to be all right anyway you can uh, buy that twitter by the way the twitter bird yeah that that uh, they have a three foot twitter bird statue um is on sale there's a six foot at sign you know the oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah. sign with the little swirl that around it. Good, we could use that here. A six foot at sign with uh, artificial plants on it. That's for sale. <laughs> um, they got pizza ovens, display screens, iMac monitors, swivel office chairs. Boy, they were living cushy. Yeah, uh, treadmills. What? Uh, yeah, all types of stuff is on sale at, at Twitter. Um, lowest bids starting at twenty five. Right now, the highest bid is fifty, and then the auction just goes from there. And uh, it's going to be auctioned off by Heritage Global Partners, HGP. Yeah. Were they living the lush life? Or we they were living the lush life. This they, is one I, of those tech companies, Maryland, that had all the money in the world. What do you think about Twitter? Like Twitter at this point, I'll tell you when I knew that Twitter, I mean, not that I'm the determination of all things, yeah. but I just remember when Twitter started getting integrated into every website, when those buttons like appeared on every website. When that happened, I was like, oh, you are now the infrastructure of the Internet. Like yeah. you're just like. You're like the beams. You're like the, the support beams of, of the city. It's That was pretty incredible to me. Like, how many businesses can say that they have that level of integration? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes, I yeah, do know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, I mean, if we had a treadmill here, I think there'd just be, like, chum swag on it. <laughs> no one's using <laughs> no, it, right? No one right? no, no, it's barely that. You know what we got in here, guys? We have <laughs> Chips Ahoy cookies and Oreos. <laughs> And some Mrs. Butterworth <laughs> syrup. And then, Why do we have Mrs. Butterworth well, syrup? Well, we were doing some stuff, I think. Yeah, oh, we yeah, were doing but some the, stuff. But what makes you laugh about that is like, Jamar goes, what's that? Is that a... Like, that's a real treat for us. I looked at those cookies. I go, is anyone going to eat that? Because we want that right now. And then I took a sleep. But we Twitter even... was one of those headquarters yeah. where people were taking TikTok videos as uh, you enter because they're so cool. So yeah. the kitchens yeah. are always stocked. Everywhere is cool to hang out. Yeah, and so Elon Musk now doesn't want that to be yeah. what the what work are, life is like. Is that in California somewhere? Where is this based? Like, I, I you wonder. know, I don't know. I, it just feels very now. West Coast to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure San Francisco. San Francisco. Of course, San Francisco. What was I thinking? Thank you. San Francisco. Well, that, you know, I could just say this before we take a break. Is that, that is, you can live in that life. And that happening to you, that yeah. is a cutback that is miserable. Yeah. At least yes. we are suffering in silence here with the odd <laughs> chip ahoy cookie. I love like, it. But that's just a minor treat. It's just they tease us, and then they go, we're taking it. Suffering in silence. <laughs> it's okay. We don't expect that was, anything. That was beautiful. 
Turn Up, Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. So let's go through it. How many devices are listening to us? Like, you know, electronics. Our phone listens to us at this point. We know that, right? Your TV, if you have a smart TV, mm-hmm. probably listens to you. Mm-hmm. Your watch listens to you, mm-hmm. right? Um, My your, children don't listen to me. Your children don't listen to you. Yeah, you, you should probably plug them in. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it takes. Um, your Alexa listens to you, you know. Your yeah. Siri listens to you. Sorry, sorry your to, car listens to you? My, that 100%. Yeah. car has a, a listening device. Yeah. But I bet you never thought the day would come very soon where your toilet would listen to you. Your toilet bowl. Okay. Yeah, the kids at Georgia Tech have been hard at work. And at Georgia Tech, they just came up with a device that can monitor your health and diagnose health issues by listening to your bowel movements. Now, when we talked about COVID and COVID was new, they knew how in it was showing up in the sewers mm-hmm. when they did the tests. Yeah, they were testing with like a little dipstick in our sewers. Um, but this... A skewer stewer. This is is very different. Yeah. Um, It's called the diarrhea detector. Ah. That's what they call it. Can you imagine getting this assignment at school? All right, guys, this is what I want. (laughs) What? (laughs) Well, they they nailed it. They've got an an AI-based device that listens to the sound of your bowel movement. And based on the sound of... The sound? Yeah, the sound of said solids hitting the water right if they are solid that's the point they could diagnose certain um certain issues that you're having um one of the big things they're using is to uh, to diagnose cholera um that and some other issues that might affect your uh, your digestion could be colon cancer it could be that you know you don't know what it could be that's a that's a very big one um they're saying that um, a healthy bowel movement usually makes a singular tone, one singular tone, more like a kerplunk, like a plunk. I'm sorry, I'm reading the thing. This is what the thing hey, says. Hey, listen, if you don't The think... face I just got could no, kill. No, no. Oh, my gosh. I did a... Listen, I did a national <laughs> television show. I've had to do three poop shows in my career. Three? Well... The, and I, that's nothing new, but they also want you to turn around and look and see what it looks like. I don't like. know when poop got so... so What's the word? Important? Uh, well, not it is, it's it's very yeah, taboo. Oh. It's very important. It could tell but you so many things. It starts with gas, right? And then it ends up in the toilet, right? So, according to the story, a regular <laughs> one minute. Two money goes. Are you one more minute for this? Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. The point is, yeah, that's right. The sound can indicate uh, the integrity of your your bowels. And you know what? And that is something that nobody talks about, and that is why. When people get sick with something, yeah, that's you know they're thinking about a head cold, like something. That is a, such an important part of your body that no one wants to talk about. So yeah. good for Georgia Tech, yeah, and those scientists good, there. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. But just think about it in your own life. You know, yeah. when things are good, it's like a single note. Yeah. When it's bad, it's an orchestra, right? Like, yeah. right? So it's messy. All right. Can be. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. All right. If you want to be the coolest person in your office today, you got to follow at Chum 104.5 on where are we going to put this video, Azalea? Are we going to do it on Twitter or Instagram? What do you think? It's going to be on the Instagram page. Okay, great. If you want to be the coolest person at the office today, follow Chum on Instagram at Chum 104.5. 
and then learn how to do this magic trick. It's magical. If you can learn how to do this, I don't. I still don't know how he did it. Yeah. But if you can do this, you will be the hit of the office. Um, there's a guy who's going viral because of an iPhone magic trick he's doing, and the trick involves two iPhones and the iPhone calculator. And what he does is he opens up the calculator app on both phones and he puts the phones together. And then on one phone, you see a series of digits typed out. In this case, it's a bunch of sevens. Yeah. So it looks like 77,777 or something like that. And then magically, this man uses his fingers without touching the phone and starts plucking sevens from one phone and dropping them onto the other phone. I, at this point, still don't know how he's done it ah. or how he does it. Take a listen to the video uh, just so you can get an idea of what's going on here. Listen. All right. Can you all see? Yep. All right. Yeah. Look, this is what we're going to try. Look, if we just go like this, we can take one seven off. And then all we can do is just drop it right there. Bro. But he shits. <laughs> but, he, but, you know, like he's at a bar. You can see somebody holding a, 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 a bottle of beer. Yeah. And it's like and there's nothing underneath. You know how they do magicians? There's nothing underneath the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got, and, but he takes... He takes these two phones, and at one point, he gives the seven to one bystander, puts it on his finger. They put it on the phone, and it gets all kind of backwards, and he shakes the phone down yeah. to put the seven in place. Now, that's the part that really boggled my mind, because yeah. I was calling shenanigans. I was saying, okay, well, someone just has a keyboard somewhere else that's connected to the iPhone, and they're just typing whatever he drops on the phone you know, without us knowing. Then, like you said, Marilyn, the sevens on the calculator float to the top of the screen. Yeah. I don't even know how you get the calculator to do that. I don't either. I have no clue. So if you can figure this out, maybe we if we want to take some theories, you could text your theories on how this is done. Text those to 104536. But once again, I think this is the this is the one that gets everyone in the break room today at work huddled around you and then you're like the person going uh, uh, watch what I can do. They're like, "How'd you do that?" I know. And then he takes at the very end he takes one is at zero and uh, one is one two three four five six, and he switches the numbers by the by by you know the the hand like he yeah. just kind of what am I going to say? He kind of draws the, the hand over. Yes, yes, yes. Draws the hand over one of the phones, and the phones reverse. One has zero now. One has one two three four five. It's six. pretty incredible. It's two phones, guys. You it, please watch this because. If you can figure it out, we'd like to know. I remember when I was in school, we used to take the calculators, like, yeah. you know, like just regular digit calculators. Yes. And we'd spell out little things. Yes. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. No, we didn't do hello. We did, you did something We dirtier. did boobies. Um, <laughs> it's How'd you do boobies? 808135. <laughs> there we go. Boobies. I can't believe you still remember how to do that. Never right. forget that. All right. And there's also boobless. Oh. Eight zero zero eight seven three <gasps> five five upside down. Very funny. Yeah. Very, oh, that's very funny. juvenile. But my still early remember videos. it, and that's ne- something you don't forget. Never forget. I like that. Chum one zero four five. That video is on um on Insta now at Chum one zero four five. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast Chum one zero four five podcast.